Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Taylor Rennick, Client Success Manager and Inbound Marketing Strategist for Builder Funnel. Honesty is truly the best policy, especially on your website. In a sharing economy, your prospects want to know everything about you before they even pick up the phone. Taylor is here to break down why transparency on your website is important and how it can lead to substantial increases in revenue. And we'll hear all about it in just a second. At last, we meet for the first time for the last time. Well, we're waiting. Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Why, hello there. Hi there. How you doing? I'm awesome. Oh, I love talking marketing. You know I do. Yeah, no kidding. So I can see already you're going to be you're, you're chomping at the bit. You're going to be taking the lead on this uh, interview. No, I'm just going to sit back and listen. <laughs> rare. Okay, let's oh, see that happens. Rare. I see. Okay. So this is really going to be interesting though because I I think it's a topic that is not not talked about like hardly ever. So I think it's important to understand how this is going to help and what does it mean and how are people dishonest and that sort of thing so it's yeah because you don't think you're necessarily lying per se but um you know we'll we'll let taylor kind of get into the nooks and crannies of it all right well let's get started taylor rennick is an inbound marketing strategist at builder funnel one of our very favorite partners here at remodelers advantage taylor's here with us today to discuss the importance of being honest and transparent online and how it can lead to more leads and eventually more revenue yay welcome taylor Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. So tell me, how long have you been working with remodelers? I've been working with remodelers specifically for about three years now. All that time with Builder Funnel? Yes. All right, great. So I imagine you have learned a great deal about what makes great websites tick. I have, yeah. I spend all day, every day looking at remodeling company websites. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> well, I maybe half the day. Most days, though. Um, you know, so I've seen some real great ones, and I've seen some ones that could use a little work. And mm-hmm. that's why I was like, let's chat about this, because I don't think it's a topic that people hear about very often. Well, so tell us, why is it important for companies to be honest? And what does that really mean? Right. So the thing that I've learned that, that I've learned really over the last three years is that the more transparent you are on your website, the better, especially when it comes to selling a service that is so intense and emotional as remodeling, you are coming into these folks' homes. They are making a huge investment. And I think one of the things that I run into a lot is that a lot of websites almost work as as like you're selling a product, not a service. Hmm. And when you're selling a service, you really need to be able to answer the questions that your audience has You need your personality to come through and you need to position yourselves as a, uh, a place of trust Mm -hmm. that they can come to for, you know, for information and and knowledge as they go through the research process. So what would be an example, if you could, of, of a, of how someone might position themselves dishonestly or with (laughs) a lack of transparency versus honesty and transparency? Right. I've seen uh, I've seen a couple websites where folks will use photos that are not their own. Oh, that's, 
That's something that I've run into from time to time. Uh, or, you know, they'll say, hey, this is a, you know, this is a, an example of what we can do for you. And it, it costs $10,000, but really it's more of a $30,000 project. Oh, goodness or, sakes. I know. I, I mean, know. that's literally dishonest. Quite literally. That's a great example yeah. of a literally dishonest person. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the thing that I've found is that the, the more education you can provide, the better. You know, it's so important to educate because you are the expert. The target audience, they are looking to you to understand all of the nuances and all of the machinations that go on when it comes to remodeling your home. And you really want to make sure that that's conveyed on your website. And whether that's taking the time to really explain your process, everyone is different, you know, explain the the contract process, explain the interview process, even talk about cost. Um, I know a lot of folks are a little timid to talk about cost on their website and you don't have to give exact costs, obviously, because everyone is different based on your geography and your type of company and all that fun stuff. But I, what I've found is that people, when they're researching this type of thing, just want to get to the nitty gritty. They want the dry information along with the pretty pictures. And that's really where being honest comes into play there. Do you ever find there's that a remodeler could give too much information? Like, do people really want to read all that? Do they really want to get into that level or is it sometimes just too, too much? You know, we're finding it really depends on the topic and, and that's why it's good to have a nice big catalog of content pages and blogs on your website. You can really get into the nitty gritty on who's reading what and for how long. Mm-hmm. I've I've found in my couple years of doing this that People are really into specific topics, and I can tell by how long they're staying on that page, how long they're reading. Um, You know, we've got a lot of blogs that are are more fun and floofy and design trends, and that's all great. But people also really want to know, too, like, what are the tax ramifications of this and Mm. how much will this actually cost me? And what can I expect for this amount of money in my market? Things like that. Have you ever had an issue when you're looking at somebody's website of – you know, obviously the the dishonesty of just, hey, it's X when it's really Y is just blatant. But um, from a perspective of, of omission and just not even talking about something as, as, as a dishonest, is that an issue that you ever come across? You know, I think what happens is that we see a lot of folks and they claim the same differentiators as everyone else, you know, Hey, our company's family owned. Our company has been in business for 30 years. Our company's third generation X, Y, Z. And I think if you're not differentiating or if you're not specializing in any one thing, then you need to be a thought leader and you need to prove to your audience that, Hey, I know what we're, I know what's going on. I know what we're talking about. Yes, we do all these things. And why don't I educate you in the process? And, you know, if they choose you, then, then great. You've completed your goal, but at at least you're providing value to the customers at some point. So in order to be that thought leader, it means blogs, it means articles, it means constant uh, content. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I find that a nice, healthy combination of 
website pages doesn't have to be too too much information but you do want to get your point across blogs are great because you can really get into the nitty-gritty of certain things and help folks out along the way your social media great place to post albums of your project and then of course you know you've got your websites like house and build quality and things that sort of round out the the presence especially online mm-hmm. do you have any tips or advice um to prevent accidental dishonesty. And, and what I mean is, because so many times, you know, they uh, a remodeler will build a website and then, well, it's their website, so they don't go back and look at it. Some, some for like months or years, you know, there's web pages. And, and then what you end up having is, is web pages that say, hey, we, we just won this award. And actually, it's been three years since you won an award. Or, you know what I mean? Yes. People don't realize that 2017 was three years ago. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that, here's the thing, remodeling owners, not all of them are are web developers. And that's perfectly understandable. But you got to get someone on your team or hire someone who can go in there and make sure that your website is a real, true, accurate representation of you, the work you're capable of doing and the success that you've had in the past. I mean, I've got I've got, um, you know, a couple of folks every once in a while will come up to me and there's a whole section on their website about window replacement. And we chat with them and they're like, yeah, actually, we, we don't do window replacements. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> you probably, right. you should probably get that off your website then. Because a lot of folks are, are thinking that you're getting, yeah. you know, you're, you're, uh, you're the main guy to go to when it comes to windows and you are not. So, <laughs> you know, I think with this industry, it's very visual. You've got to have accurate visual representation of what you do. And you've also got to have that leadership, you know, that thought leadership to back it up as well. Well, so once you've started to establish yourself as a thought leader and you're very transparent and you're telling people what your process is and so on, how does that lead to more leads? So the goal is to really reach people at all stages of the buyer's journey. You know, you've got the folks who might have had uh, family over for the holidays and decided, hey, uh, my kitchen needs a little bit of work or I need more storage space or maybe I need a second warming rack in my oven, things like that. And there's, you know, they're, they're at the very, very preliminary stages. They're just thinking, hey, maybe I need to do this. So they go to Google real quick while they're lying in bed on their iPad. You know, you need content that speaks to them as well uh, as the folks who are, who are, oh, I'm going to remodel my kitchen. It's just a matter of who's going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you've got the folks who are, are ready to go. They've already done all of their research and they just need to interview. So the goal is to, to reach people where they are. And that's where having that big catalog comes into play. And, you know, there's some, you know, a couple other things from a marketing perspective that are really great, you know, things like internal linking and getting folks from one part of your website to another, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll leave that alone for now. That's a whole nother podcast. So as you're developing content and are educating all the, the various people at the various stages do you, is is the goal to move them from one stage through that journey till we get them to the point of calling for an appointment? Absolutely. You know, someone might come into your website because they researched a very specific question 
And if you are coming up in the search results, you're in their location, you're answering that question that they have, they're on your website, they're reading through your blog, and then, oh, they see a link to a related topic, or they see a link for, you know, maybe a premium content offer that you've created for them. And then all of a sudden, now you've got their information, they filled out a form on your website, mm -hmm. and now you have their email address, you can start reaching them with your newsletters and e-blasts and things like that all of a sudden they start to move through at their own pace, but that's someone that you can nurture from the time that they're just researching and learning about the industry and the process. And as they continue to flow down the funnel, cause you know, in this, in this industry, the lead times are very, very long. The sales cycle is, you know, six months, a year, two years sometimes. Mm. Um, and so the goal is to always be building trust with that lead, that prospect, over time. So when the time does come for them to make a decision, they think, oh, well, you know, so-and-so, they've been in my emails. They've been providing me with all of this great content. I trust them. So if let's say there are five stages in the buyer's journey, right? Something on that order. So if, if a remodeler has limited resources or limited time and they need to do blog posts, is there one stage that's more important to hit than another? I would start with I would start with the top of the funnel and go from there. So I would start with the, you know, the classic topics, maybe something like, uh, are you ready for a remodel or something maybe like, um, should I DIY or should I remodel? Mm. And then giving them a list of, you know, 10 different things that they should consider. And also, you know, if you are pressed for time, if you are pressed for resources, write about what you know. Do you hear the same questions over and over again? If so, maybe... Can you write a, a frequently asked questions page mm -hmm. or can you put mm -hmm. something on your website that shows folks, hey, not only do we do great work, here's all the photographs and the referrals to prove it, but we also know what we're talking about as well. Okay. Do you do you have an um, opinion when it comes to honesty with um, stock photography? Oh, I was just going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think most people are able to suss out stock photography um, I would probably advise against a, you know, your, your basic Shutterstock stock photography. Please don't leave the Shutterstock <laughs> logo watermark on. <laughs> I've seen that before. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, there's plenty of great free websites to use for, for photography that is free, royalty free, but you can't always tell. Sites like Unsplash or Pixabay are fantastic for that. You know, so as long as it matches the tone and the, you know, the, what you're trying to convey, I'm not totally against it, but I would also make sure that if you're not, if you're not doing $100,000 kitchen models, maybe don't grab those photos, maybe grab something that's more in your price point. <laughs> okay. So you're saying, but you can, you're saying it's okay to show stock photos of projects? Oh, no. I, I mean, I wouldn't show stock photos of projects, definitely not to pass oh, okay. them off as your own. But, you know, if you need a, an image for a blog or something, and right. you see a nice comparable image, you know, okay. I, I, I'm not against that by any means. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I have one last question about measuring your level of honesty. Are you ready for the lightning round? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And now, here's the Remodeler's Advantage Lightning Round. It's a trap! All right, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What's your favorite business book and why? 
I really love building a story brand by a guy named Donald Miller. He really puts the customer at the center. He makes them the protagonist, and that's something that we can all learn from. Great. If you weren't an inbound marketing strategist, what do you think you'd be doing? I would love to be a tennis coach. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's great. What are you not very good at? Tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not very good at parallel parking to the left, which has never been a problem except when I moved to Baltimore. <laughs> your room, your desk, or your car? Which would you clean first? Room. Do you sing in the shower? Yes. <laughs> What's the last song you sang? Um, it was called The Bones by Marin Morris. What's the best Christmas movie ever? Uh, Die Hard. <laughs> and what's the worst gift you've ever received? Socks. <laughs> Although I love your socks. Don't you I actually guys have give, on your socks. Don't you guys give socks out? <laughs> Hopefully they're not your socks. No, no. Our socks are amazing. These were like, these were socks that, you know, we, I got them after Christmas, so they were definitely on clearance when I received <laughs> okay. them. But hey, I wear them all the time. So actually, maybe that's not a bad, that's not a good answer. Okay, okay. Oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Taylor. That was awesome. Really very interesting. I wouldn't have thought about the some of the things you talked about uh, in, in terms of education and being that thought leader, but it makes total sense now that you put it out there. So thank you for sharing that. Of course, of course. Now, before we let you go, I want you to share with our listening audience your five words of wisdom and why they resonate with you. Yes. So in our house, we always say, Always hunt the good stuff, which means there is always a silver lining in everything going on. And especially in today's world, there's a lot coming at you all the time. And no matter how dire the situation is, our that's our saying in our house. No matter how awful something might be, always hunt the good stuff. Always try and find the best in, in the situation. That's great. What a great way to end this. So, Taylor, if people want to learn more about Builder Funnel or about some of the things you're talking about, where should they go? Absolutely. Uh, you can catch us on all of the social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, you can also head over to builderfunnel.com. We have a ton of free resources and, you know, so many resources, it makes your head spin. So if, whether you are a intermediate marketer, a novice marketer, we've got something for you. Great. Thanks so much, Taylor. It's a pleasure having you on. We'll do it again. Sounds great. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks. You know, one of the things that Taylor said really uh, resonated with me, and that's the concept that if you don't have something special, like you're always talking about your unique uh, selling proposition, we do quality work. We've been in business 30 years. None of those things are all that terribly unique. So if you don't have something unique in that way, you can... You can make yourself unique by being this thought leader and offering so much information and help and advice that that'll make you stand out. That alone will make you stand out and be different than everybody else. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things, and I agree completely with this, and it's it's not as obvious as it may seem out the gate. Of course, you don't want to be dishonest on your website. And for someone that's just blatantly using someone else's images or something, that's, that's off the charts Bad. wrong, right? Mm -hmm. But... There's levels of dishonesty where you're not necessarily intending to be such, mm -hmm. right? And and I think some of it comes to that with like platitudes, like we are the greatest of all time mm -hmm. or something like that. Well, are you really? Did you do a survey? Is, <laughs> yeah. is there some way you can prove that? Mm -hmm. Because now all you're doing is 
you're, you're basically just touting your horn with no facts to back it up, right. which is a form of dishonesty, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so there are layers to it. And somebody may not consciously be reading your website thinking, boy, this guy's a liar. But they're going to read some of these things. And it's going to, even if it's in the back of their mind, they're going to be thinking, mm, there's something mm-hmm. off about this. I, I'm yeah. just not feeling it, you know? So, so having, being aware of these types of things and being cautious in everything you're putting out there and making sure that it's coming across as an honest representation of who you are and what you stand for is, is really important. Yep, I agree wholeheartedly. So it'll be time for everybody to go back, do a little uh, website audit. Have somebody with some fresh eyes, perhaps, looking through your website, making sure everything there is accurate and honest and truthful. Um, you know, I like that advice that Taylor gave. Get somebody in the office to to be responsible for doing that sort of an audit on a regular basis. Yeah, it's good stuff. So thank you all for being here. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Taylor was great, and we appreciate you listening in. I'm Victoria Downing. And I'm Mark Harari. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.